Well, good evening tonight in Mount Pleasant, not at Huntersdale House. We have moved it to the cabin, and it is a great night indeed. Always when you beat Western Michigan, the Chippewas coming into this with a 42-30 to win against Western Michigan. Adam Jackson alongside Chris Jared. There is nothing like taking down the Broncos, and Central Michigan did that on Wednesday night. Down 14 to nothing, they find a way to bring the Cannon Trophy home. They did, and you have to, in this rivalry, you have to find ways to win. And, and throughout the season, you have to find ways to win. It's, it's been no secret that we've seen this team in tight ball games. It was more of the same. This time, they were down early instead of where we've seen them in front early finding themselves in tough games. So love the resiliency and love the fight for them to get the victory cannon back to Mount Pleasant. Uh, Central Michigan now 5-4, and 3-2 and two in the Mid-American Conference. They've got another big one coming up against the first place Kent State Golden Flashes. It's, it's been this all year, right? I mean, you win one big game and then here comes another yep. one. Remember, NIU came in in first place. Kent State now in first place. So you win the rivalry game, that's huge, but coach speak here as he's sitting right next to us on to the next one right Chris well, and, and right before that too you had Miami on the road Ohio on the road to come home and have to face Toledo NIU just like you said so it is more of the same it's a really really tough league but that's how the league's built it's just full of competition every corner you turn well we've got an excited show uh, coming up here we're going to talk with the man that uh, had a historic night Khalil Pimpleton not one not two but three touchdowns against Western Michigan four a second straight year. He had three rushing touchdowns last year, two punt return touchdowns, and the receiving touchdown. He's going to join us tonight. The man that uh, threw that touchdown to him, Daniel Richardson, will join us. And we're also going to talk with the OC. Kevin Barbe will stop by as well. And, of course, coming up next, the man that won his first game against the Western Michigan Broncos, Jim McElwain, will join us here from the cabin in Mount Pleasant. You're listening to the Coach Max Show on the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. Chippewa fans making some noise on the near side. Fourth and 15 for Western Michigan, their last chance. Ellaby has the shotgun snap in the end zone. Looking, steps up, throws near side. Intercepted by Troy Brown near side. That's going to do it. The victory cannon trophy is coming back to Mount Pleasant in 2021. Yes, indeed. It is great to have the Victory Cannon Trophy where it belongs in Mount Pleasant here in 2021. And the man that led the Chippewas to the victory on Wednesday, Jim McElwain. What a great performance by your guys. How does it feel to bring that thing back to Mount Pleasant? Well, I, I uh, finally got to see what it looks like, <laughs> um, which was pretty exciting. Uh, but I just am so happy for our players, uh, for all the Chippewa fans out there and you know, I had a great visit with Coach Duramity that, that came through the office this week. And, um, you know, it, it, he didn't know what it didn't look like because I think he won every time they played him. So uh, um, it was great to get it back. And, and uh, no, just just was really excited. Just more than anything, just to see those kids and the, and the joy on their faces. Coach Duramity is going, wait a second, I won that many times and that trophy didn't come around until 2008. He kind of got snubbed. <laughs> no, he did. In fact, I think they had to invent something just to try <laughs> to get something from him. No question about it. 42-30, Central Michigan takes down Western Michigan. 
Coach, you faced adversity already going on the road against the rival. You guys hadn't won down there since 2017. You start in the hole 14 to nothing. What was the key in the turnaround? Well, we, we, we went ahead and let them go up 14 nothing just to try to get them, you know, overconfident, I think. <laughs> and, uh, and then we uh, bounced back. But, you know, I just, uh, the, the, the team, um, and, and I just can't tell enough, the team, the team, the team, they, they never, you know, blinked. Um, you know, they, we needed a spark. KP gave us that spark, and then we kind of went with it from there. You and your call right there coming back, you mentioned that the Chippewa fans were on their feet, and you talked about the fans, too. In the, in the second half, nobody sat. I mean, the folks over there that were near that Chippewa sideline, no one sat down for the entire third or fourth quarter. How cool was it to see just the, the numbers? Yeah, you know, no. An in-state team, but the numbers to travel. You know, on a Wednesday night. Yeah. And, uh, you know, to see all those Chippewa fans that were there um, and to see uh, that place empty out towards the end and uh, just have yeah. Central folks there, uh, that's something pretty special. Talking with Jim McElwain, Central Michigan takes down Western Michigan 42-30. to 30. Uh, That was by far the best that we've seen your secondary play. I mean, open field tackles, Dante Kent, um, same with Day-Day Hill. Your nickel play was terrific. What was it about the defense after they gave up the 14 points? Because it seemed like they really clamped down. And, and I know Pimpleton made some plays, but the defense forced those punts. Well, you, you, it's really interesting. You know, it's not everybody like, what kind of adjustments did you make? Absolutely nothing. The plan <laughs> was sound going in, and it was more so just do your job. You know, mm -hmm. don't try to do too much. What happens in rivalries sometimes, your guys are so hyped up that sometimes they overdo things or over rather than just simply do your job and trust the guy next to you. And what happened there as that went on, I thought our defensive staff had an outstanding plan to take some of the RPOs away. And uh, you could see the times where he pulled it, had to, th you know, went to throw and had to pull it back, and then we were able to get to him. Um, credit the defensive staff and, and, and our players for actually doing their job and, and executing the plan. I know you mentioned this uh, in the press conference and uh, earlier today on, on the media call, but I want you to tell everybody here about Khalil Pimpleton and what he said to you and the team before this game happens. Yeah, you know, he, uh, he pulled the punt return unit uh, aside um, on our Thursday practice. He huddled them all up, and, uh, you know, we go into a perfect Thursday, which we just finished up, and... Uh, he, he, he simply told him this, guys, just give me three seconds. That's all I need, three seconds. And to see those guys strain like they did to just give him an opening and then, you know, execute the, the scrape paint blocks, you know, where they didn't block anybody in the back and, and really to see all the young guys that were on that punt return team, I'm talking true freshmen, that actually took that to heart and led him, you know, up the sideline on both of those. And, and I hate to say this, but if we don't muff the third one, I think it might have <laughs> gone too. <laughs> yeah, they kept kicking to him, and he kept delivering. And, and crazy to think that uh, the last punt return for touchdown for CMU was Antonio Brown not in bad, 2009. Not bad company. Yeah. Not bad right. company. And I know since you've been here and since Pimpleton's been back there, Brock and I were talking about it on Wednesday. I mean, he had been so close to returning a couple. I think he had returned one, but it got called back for yep. a penalty. I mean, he was due, but to see him do it twice against a rival, prime time uh, on national television, pretty special. Well, and I, you know, it, 
you know, you, you get into these midweek games and it's tough. It's tough on the crowd. I just hope we can get some people there, you know, on a school night, you know, on Wednesday night uh, this week. And, and I understand that. But you know what? The nation was watching. And you talk about a three-and-a-half-hour advertisement, an infomercial for mm. Central Michigan University, what it can do for this school and uh, what it can do, you know, for our enrollment in the future and, and the people that take notice I think it's actually a good thing. Coach, I know to set up one of those punts, I think it was the first one or maybe the second one that he took back, but it was, I think, three consecutive sacks that your defense was able to get to Ellaby. Uh, I know Troy Brown battled a little bit of adversity. It felt like he was a little bit sore in the left leg, but really battled through, and it was, I feel like with him back, he really made a difference and helped make a difference. No, he does a great job. He's got a great feel. He's got great instincts, and he's a guy that got into some of those RPO throwing lanes and you mentioned those sacks. A couple of them were on dropbacks, but a couple of them were actually on RPOs where we took the throw away and we got into the window and he had to pull it down and wouldn't cut it loose and we were able to squeeze the pocket. And, and I'll tell you this too, the rush lanes for the most part were really good. Um, you didn't see him get out of there very often. Well, Coach, I know you, you mentioned it last week that you guys had put an extra focus into this game and um, you had seen how much it means to CMU fans in this community to win this football game. They're all important, but you really want to get this one. So let me ask you, what was it like after getting that first win against the Broncos over this, this past five, six days? Well, um, sigh of relief because they had beaten our tails and, and I hadn't even come close to sniffing them the last two years. It was embarrassing. So I took it kind of personal myself, but um, it had nothing to do with what I did. It was those kids and the execution and then our coaching staff, the plan that we put in uh, place. Uh, you know, I want to thank the former players that sent in videos that, that we were able to show the team. Uh, our own Brock Gutierrez, you know, that came and, and personally spoke to our football team. And I really felt um, it was important to reach back in our history because I'm not sure I truly understood it. And to hear the passion from those former players and former Chips, it really resonated with our guys. Chippewa Champion Center a little bit brighter now with the uh, Victory Cannon Trophy. How's it looking there? Well, I don't know. We gave it to the president. <laughs> so it's over in his office right now. The, the Kind of a neat deal. The, the couple of the guys, uh, I think, snuck in on a cabinet meeting. I don't know if he thought we were rushing the, uh, you know, <laughs> breaking into or anything over there. But uh, uh, they took him, uh, you know, the, the cannon when, and, you know, it's, it's somewhere that, that I think deserves to be. You know, it's uh, all the support he's given us. Um, I think it's a great resting spot, although we're going to ask for it back. All right. It's got to yeah. come back sometime. But, uh, uh I was, I was excited for our guys to be able to deliver it to him. Did you get the football that he hauled in on the sideline back? Too, you know, or did he keep that one? You know, he's always wanted to play quarterback, and I wasn't <laughs> quite sure. Now I think I know that he's actually a true defensive back the way he caught that ball. You know, Khalil Pimpleton just walked in. We might want to give him some love. He had a pretty yeah. good game on Wednesday. <laughs> D. Rich is uh, sitting over there as well. He had a fantastic game. Central Michigan takes down Western Michigan 42-30. And uh, we're going to go to break here, come back, talk about Kent State. But how about the scene tonight? We're in the cabin for the first time. I, I think it's fantastic. I, and what a great crowd. And, and uh, again, you know, not only great food at Hunter's, but great food here at the cabin. That's right. And I do know that they do pour 
Bud and Bud Light from Fabiano Brothers. They always do, baby. They always do. Well, we're going to be right back on the Chippewa Sports Network, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. Back at the cabin here in Mount Pleasant, the Coach Max show shifting from Thursdays to Mondays, and uh, with no, the no, wait a minute. Today is a Thursday. Okay, so okay, Thursdays. It's, it's Thursday practice today. That's tomorrow's right. Friday. Game day on Saturday, which, in some people's minds, might be a Wednesday, but technically tomorrow's a Friday, even though it's a Tuesday, and today was a Thursday, even though it was a Monday. It's it's all very aligned and makes total sense. But uh, for you all, if you'd like to come back on a normal Monday outside of the coaches' bubble, right. we'll be back here next Monday and uh, the following Monday. And hey, listen, I, you got to take it easy, Chris. Jared, we got basketball, so Chris is hosting for the first couple of times next week. So make sure he does a good job, okay? I, I see how this works. Your priorities are now shifting now that we're yeah. at basketball season. I will, got and, you. will and Brock too next week with the, with the far, with with deer season. That's right. Not be That's well. exactly. Brock hasn't showed up the last two weeks so he's just checked out apparently yeah. he just comes to the football games and makes sure the tailgate scene is ready to go on game days we're talking with Jim McElwain Chippewa's now five and four and three and two in the Mid-American Conference after a big rivalry victory down in Kalamazoo 42-30 boy it just there's not an easy spot on your schedule because here comes first place Kent State on Wednesday no you know I, I kind of looked at that first year and then we kind of had a schedule that was pretty favorable you know we kind of had every bottom team that we could on the other side and uh, <laughs> uh, you know this year all of a sudden you know we're playing the best teams uh, from the other side of the division and, and this team coming up I I think it'll be great for the fans you know that it, it's uh, it's pretty fascinating what they do and uh, how they go about it they play as fast as anybody plays uh, offensively in, in all of college football and um, you know they they can score in a hurry now, and uh, you know we've got we've got our work cut out for us uh, as we have to put a plan in against a quarterback that you know you can argue is the most productive quarterback in our league. Um, he he handles what they do. He's an extension of the coach on the field. Um, he can both throw it, run it, and he makes great decisions. And defensively, they're taking the ball away. I mean these guys are a plus 15 turnover outfit. So. Um, should be a great game. Uh, you know, uh, the fans, they better get ready because these guys go awful fast. Oh, they just had a 50-point showing against NIU and needed all of those points to beat the Huskies who can score as well as we saw a couple of weeks ago. Sean Lewis, one of the great young minds, it seems like, in college football. I think he's just 35 years old. He was uh, here in the MAC under Dino Babers, won with uh, Bowling Green in 2015 Conference Championship, was at Syracuse. Played under Barry Alvarez at Wisconsin. Uh, you're right. Their offense, an extension of him and how he runs things. You, you know, it's interesting. You know, Sean played for Barry at Wisconsin. I think he probably got really bored with that <laughs> offense. And, uh, you know, as, as he uh, went along the coaching ranks, uh, what, what he's been able to do there is just uh, short of amazing. You know, a, a, a program that was down a little bit and uh, kind of looking for an identity. And I think they've found it. Uh, he's done a fantastic job. Um, you know, you, you hit it. Um, talk about a great young mind. You know, there's this group of guys in this little offensive thing that these guys do. It's like a little uh, unknown cult, you know. <laughs> and uh, 
but let me tell you something. They cause you issues. And someday, as, as I've said, uh, I look forward to actually when I kind of get done to actually go study this a little bit because uh, it is pretty fascinating. What do you do against their offense in the tempo that they have? Well, you, what they do is, is, is they prey on your ineptness and in, in your inability to consistently do your job. Get lined up, cancel your gap, um, you know, focus on the detail of what you need to do at your assignment. And sure enough, you know, somebody doesn't get in a gap and the running back's running for 80 yards down the field or, or uh, they quick snap and they're throwing a deep one for a score. It's, it's fascinating to watch the scoreboard. But, um, you know, they, they have struggled in certain games. Uh, we obviously, you know, spent a lot of time seeing how some other teams have, have defended it. Um, but it isn't just that side. You know, defensively, they're doing some really good things, too. He's, he's built a heck of a little program there. Coach, you talk about the defense for them. They've, they've got the worst passing defense, allowing almost 300, but they've caught the most, they've had the most interceptions <laughs> yeah. that they pulled in. So no, there's that dichotomy it, going on. Well, and they don't really care about time of possession. You know, some of us, you know, in coaching, it's, there's a big thing on time of possession. You know, you, <laughs> you want to keep your defense off the field. And these guys don't care about it. Um, there, there's, they just want as many touches as they can and try to produce as many plays as possible. So, you know, in, in theory, what you're doing is, is uh, you're playing the percentages. I mean, you throw 100, you, you run 110, 120 plays in a game, you know, your, your chances of going up on explosives, uh, it just goes up. It's no different than a shooter. I mean, you're not going to score if you don't take a shot. Coach, you've come off rivalry wins, rivalry <coughs> losses as a head coach, as an assistant coach. Um, same thing here. Whether you win or lose, you still got to get prepared for the next opponent. How do you make sure they stay focused and, and not let last week bleed into this week and go out and play Kent State? Well, what we did is actually start at the beginning of the week and, and explained exactly the reason why we won the last football game. It was because of the preparation that they put in on Monday, on Tuesday, on Wednesday, on Thursday. Uh, as we moved into Friday and the game prep moving forward. So, um, you know, we were able to actually say, look, here was the end result based on what you put into it. Now, let, let's not forget the feeling we had and the joy we had, but let's not also forget, you know, some of the disappointment we've had in that locker room when we haven't taken care of business. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see how our guys are and, and – Again, looking forward to a home game and uh, really hope we can get some people out in the stands. You don't put up 42 points without having a good game plan offensively. Kevin Barbe is going to join us in the next segment. His first year as the offensive coordinator, he's been on the staff, was the wide receivers coach. How have you liked his first year kind of leading the offense and uh, obviously helping you guys to get the most recent win last week? Well, Kevin's been with me for a long time, and, and he's a fantastic young mind. You know, I say young. I thought he was my age when I first met him. <laughs> but uh, I think he's the only guy I have more hair than he does, you know. I don't know how that works. But uh, <laughs> um, it, it, he, he has uh, – we haven't missed a beat. And uh, he's so thorough. Uh, he understands exactly situational football, and he grew up in a football family. Uh, it'll, it'll be interesting uh, for you to listen to a little bit of that. But, um, you know, to him, he kind of thinks everything kind of was invented and stays in Texas. So, um, <laughs> you know, that, that's one of those deals. Well, we can't wait to talk to him. Kevin Barbe, the quarterbacks and offensive coordinator coach, coming up next year from 
not hunters, but the cabin will be here the next couple of weeks as well. The Coach Max show. What a great crowd at the cabin. Yeah, it is. I mean, see, they knew it was it. Thursday. Everybody yeah. here knows, knows it's Thursday. It's Thursday in the football minds and uh, a Saturday coming on Wednesday in a couple of days. Did that's, I do that right? That's exactly right. Now you're learning. <laughs> My head is spinning, but we'll come back after this. The Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Life. Pimpleton offset to the left. Runs over in the backfield. Handoff is faked. Bracey jump pass wide open. Wilson catches at the goal line. Touchdown Central Michigan. <laughs> I love it, baby. Brock Gutierrez, of course he couldn't join us, but man, if you guys could have just been in that booth on Wednesday, pounding on the desk, pounding on the glass, just treating Waldo Stadium like it was his. Yeah, yeah well, I kind of felt it in that call. That, that, <laughs> that was actually pretty good. Well, one of the men, uh, one of the men that uh, was a part of that was uh, the offensive coordinator. That was a pretty great crawl that he had. Kevin Barbe joining us, coach. All right, yeah, excited to be here. <laughs> I tell you, that was a hell of a call, Kev. That, that, that uh, how how long have we worked that play we, now? Yeah, we yeah. Have, we've had that in our pocket, and we've been working that thing forever and ever. And uh, you know, it was it was the right time, and uh, coach brought it up, and it was the the right moment to do it. You know, and. Uh, kids executed it well, and, and they, they had confidence in it because we've been working it so much. So they knew it was ready to, uh, to be called, and, and the time was right. You know, I think, you know, what sometimes uh, people don't realize is, uh, you know, offensively, it's, it's about getting a, a play game ready, right? Yep. And how many times you might run that over a couple of years before you ever run it. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. We had... Uh, uh, we, it was definitely game ready. Uh, <laughs> and these guys, uh, D. Rich and, and KP, could tell you uh, how often we've been practicing that thing and, and getting it ready to go. And like I said, the, the opportunity was just right for it. Did I see, too? I mean, Darius Brace, he hadn't played since LSU. Was that his only snap offensively? He came in through that touchdown? Yep. yep. You know, we, we were just saving his arm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. He did undershoot him a little bit, yeah. but he was wide open. No, so. that's right. <laughs> well, we might have had a miss on the edge. You know, we were supposed to squeeze the protection right there, but that's okay. It all worked out okay. That's so. right. But, uh, Kev, welcome, man. Yeah, excited to be here. So excited for another week. So, you know, you've, you've now you've, you've been in Mount Pleasant. We, we came together. Obviously, we were together in Florida. We were together at uh, Colorado State and met a long time ago. But, uh, you know, uh, for you, being from Texas, Right. Everything, if, if I'm correct, the whole game, everything's been invented in Texas. Is that right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we invented football and then we brought it up to Montana. And, uh, <laughs> That's right. Uh, we showed it to the folks up there. And, and it, then shared it, it with the rest of the country, <laughs> right? Is that what it is? That's right. So, uh, Kev, you know, you obviously grew up uh, in football. Your dad's a coach. Your uncle's one of the winningest high school coaches in the history of uh Texas high school football, which is uh, saying something, but I think for you growing up, you know, you, you obviously grew up, uh, you know, in the locker rooms, you grew up as a ball boy, you, you yep. did all that, but uh, tell the fans a little bit about your one Christmas wish that you asked for every year growing every, up from your mom and dad. Year. Yeah, <laughs> so this is a great story. So every year uh, I went to sit on Santa Claus's lap and I asked for AstroTurf in our front yard. <laughs> 
because I would put my uniform on. I'd play out there on air. I'd throw the ball. I'd run underneath it and catch it. And I asked Santa Claus every year. So I'd wake up every single Christmas morning. I'd run to the front door, and I'd open the door, and there was that same green grass or brown grass. <laughs> right? right? Never, never any astroturf uh, in the front yard. So uh, hopefully one day Santa will still bring me uh, some uh, some AstroTurf for the front yard. I love it. So that, that tells you, a guy that grows up with football that wants AstroTurf for, for his Christmas <laughs> present. But uh, it, interesting kind of for you, you know, obviously had a successful high school run as a quarterback. Uh, you know, you've coached quarterback, you played quarterback. But, you know, coming out of high school, uh, I think it would be interesting for the people to know uh, – you know where you played your college ball yeah i was fortunate enough uh to go uh to grambling state university and play uh quarterback at a historically black college for uh, a legendary quarterback in uh doug williams super bowl mvp from uh the redskins and uh you know obviously a historic place with coach eddie robinson and uh it was a really neat experience and uh great football and uh still talk with coach williams uh regularly uh but uh, Grambling State's in uh, northeast Louisiana. Uh, really uh, a historic program and great football there. A lot of NFL players through Grambling. So you, you grew up in Texas, but actually kind of technically darn near in Louisiana, right? Yep. Where I grew up, uh, it was about 20 minutes from the Louisiana border and about five minutes from the Gulf of Mexico. So it's, it's Texas, but it's right on the border and, uh, you know, kind of swamp land down there. You know, it's been interesting because every time there's a hurricane, you know, he loses his city. That's right. <laughs> 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 We're good for one hurricane a year at least. Uh, That's right. Uh, but, uh, no, it was a special place. And, and like Coach said, it was, uh, you know, I grew up in a football family. Uh, but, you know, one of the things that I really think is great, and especially for my children, is being able to, to move and experience different places. And, uh, obviously, Mount Pleasant's been a, a great place for us, and, and we love it here. You know, I got to tell you this story. So I hired him when I was at uh, Colorado State and was really excited. They drove up. Um, you know, his mother-in-law actually delivered uh, Kevin and Casey and the kids. And, and I went out to meet him. And his mother-in-law gave me the look like I just stole her children. <laughs> and uh, I was never so scared in my life on that deal. <laughs> yep, they... Uh you know, that was our first time leaving uh, the state of Texas to go for another one. So it was uh, a hard move, but they've really enjoyed uh, all the moves. And, you know, it's really for us, it's about being with, with great people and, and, you know, being able to travel with coach and, and go everywhere is uh, a special thing for our family. You know, it, 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 he, uh, he lives in a great neighborhood over there. He's got an unbelievable cul-de-sac. The kids all play. It's, it's, it's just fun to see, you know. You can always tell where they're at based on where the bikes are, you know, in yeah. somebody's front, front yard. But, uh, you know, you talk about the great people that we've run into here in Mount Pleasant. I Absolutely. went over to his house one time, and, and old Plaz Presnell was sitting there painting your house. Isn't yeah. that right? Plaz is unbelievable. We got here, and... <laughs> He, he paints our entire house, right, just off of being, uh, just being nice and courteous. We were looking for uh, uh, some help, and uh, Plaz loves to paint. And he uh, came in with my father-in-law and, and painted our house, and it was wow. a warm welcome uh, to Mount Pleasant. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> well, as, as we kind of look at these guys this week, just give me a couple thoughts, uh, you know, what we need to do offensively, Kev. 
Yep, so uh, against Kent State, we need to put together and sustain drives, uh, some good long drives, you know, and those 12, 15 play drives. And when we get down there on those drives, we gotta, we got to score touchdowns against these guys. Uh, you know, just consistently moving the football and uh, taking easy completions where they give it to us and being able to run the football on these guys, uh, but really sustain some drives uh, going along here and, and control the ball and, uh, you know, uh, need to get touchdowns out of our drives best defense is your offense right keeping the football on the field so you can't Absolutely. let their offense on the field with how quick they like to move it that's right that's a great point these guys um i, I think their average is like 140 per drive yeah. on kent state's offense um but you know for us it's um, not falling into any traps that you know they're going to try to get you to play into it's just doing what we do and uh you know like i said sustaining drives and uh, you know Carrying out our time of possession will be good for us, you know, uh, but it's uh, these guys go so fast on offense on the other side. Uh, we just got to do what we do. Well, thanks so much for joining us up here. We're happy to have you here in Mount Pleasant and, and great to see you from wide receivers coaching out of the quarterbacks and offensive coordinator. You called a great game, obviously, on Wednesday and Thank you. looking forward to seeing what the offense can do in the upcoming weeks. We'll be ready. All righty, there he is, Kevin Barbe, the offensive coordinator for the Chippewas. A couple of his players going to come up. We'll see if D. Rich or Khalil Pimpleton wants to join us next here at the cabin on the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. way they're going to kick the football to Khalil Pimpleton right you would imagine Mahalik's going to try and kick this one out of bounds with 23 seconds left stands at his own 28 steps up to the 32 boots it down the near side Pimpleton backing up grabs it at the five he'll return it up the near middle 20 cuts out to the 25 stays on his feet to the 30 down the near side by 40 cuts it back 50 45 40 45 30 20 10 5 Touchdown, Khalil Pimpleton with three seconds left in the first half. Whoa! He did it again. Whoa! No flags. Touchdown. Second in a span of about three minutes. His third in a span of about six minutes. Khalil Pimpleton, the first Division I player here in 2021 to take back not one but two punt returns in a football game congratulations what a game you had on wednesday night thank you i appreciate it you know uh, uh, yeah, yeah well deserved well deserved so uh you know i gotta i gotta ask you where the heck do you get that smile man you you make me feel good all the time uh i, I guess that's just how i was raised man my mother uh just just raised me to be just a, a happy a happy guy man just right. a lot of love around me and uh and and, and my family uh, a lot of support, uh, and you can't do anything but smile uh, for that. That's right. You know, uh, KP, you you uh, obviously from Muskegon. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a rich history with the Big Reds. Tell me what that history is like there, when where where you played high school football. Oh, like you said, it's rich, man. It's it's, it's very uh, it's something that you dream about as a kid. You know, as uh, growing up in Muskegon, just playing for the Big Reds. You know, going to the games on Friday night uh, with, with your teammates, wearing your jerseys, and then the next day uh, on Saturday morning, you go out there with your team and you try to, you know, do what the Big Reds did, and that's win. You know, be gritty and, you know, just, just play with your brother. 
uh, and that's the exact same thing, you know, that 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 followed followed me from when I was a kid all the way up into the big reds. So it's it's just all about love and 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 grit, gritty, uh, you know, the big reds. So you 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 played some quarterback. Oh yeah. So tell me how that was. Uh, so I guess in our in our offense, uh, mm -hmm. you know, the triple option, you know, they they try to put the best athlete at the at that quarterback position. So. Uh, the big reds, uh, they, they start from middle school. They run the beer in middle school, and they pretty much run it all the way up in, uh, through high school. So I started that in uh, middle school, and I stuck with it. Uh, and it's, it's definitely made me into the, the player that I am today. No doubt about it, the ball in your hands, yeah. man. And, and obviously, we needed to lean on it a year ago when, when we put you in Wildcat. Yes, sir. And, yes, sir. Uh, you know, you felt comfortable back there. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, just being a leader uh, in the quarterback for so many years before getting here, uh, it's, it's really, you know, no pressure when when when, uh, when, uh, when my team needs me uh, with the ball in my hand and to be secure with it, uh, just knowing that you trust me uh, with the ball in my hand. But, you know, it's not a position that I've never been in before, so uh, I try to embrace it. That's right. Yes, sir. So, so tell the fans a little bit about how you kind of brought that punt return team together uh, this week in, in – you know the timing of that, man. Tell us about that. Yeah, it was really something that uh, because you know that that's a that's a unit that really should you know it's it sets up the offense. So you know uh, that that yardage is very important. And I know uh, one way that they can help me is just you know stand on their man just a little bit longer. Uh, so I, I brought them together for uh, both of the uh, the first team and the second team, and I told them just give me three seconds. Just give me three seconds, whether you know. You, you stand in front of your man for three seconds, or you got to catch back up to him for each second. Uh, just get in front of him for three seconds, and I'll make the rest happen. And that's exactly what they did. Yeah, and he definitely made it happen. Now. Yeah, I think there, so. There ain't no doubt about that. But, uh, you know, uh, you mean so much to this team. Obviously, you, you started somewhere else. You came back to Mount Pleasant. Uh, you know, to be a Chippewa, yes, how has your experience been here at Central Michigan? Uh, it's been great, man. I mean, uh, I definitely didn't get, you know, the, the experience that I wanted at my previous school. And, and coming here, having to sit out that year and watching the team go 1-11, uh, you know, that wasn't, that wasn't the, the, the look that, you know, I was expecting when I first got here. But I knew, I knew the potential that this team had, it, that, the, that, the, uh, that this team had. And, uh, you know, it's, just, it's really just been all love from, from each of those guys uh, moving forward from that point. Uh, and it's really just been a, a joy from the from the fans, from the from the uh, the, the students, the teachers, uh, the professors at the at the university. Um, it's really just been a joy being around everybody um, and, and and really realizing the love that's around Mount Pleasant um, and and it trans trans uh, following over onto the football field. Man, it's just it's really just been a joy uh, being around being around Mount Pleasant and the people in it. Um, and it, it is very it is been a joy and a blessing in my life yeah you know i mean i i've often said you know a lot of people say what the heck you doing there and i said be the people yeah man. definitely it's the people definitely the people yeah well kp we we've got our work cut out for us this week obviously yeah uh, tell us how the team is is you know obviously getting a big win like that mm -hmm. how's the team been this week as far as getting focused for what we need to accomplish uh come this game i think we're doing a, a very good job of you know we we enjoy you know the the win for uh from western michigan um bringing back the cannon trophy but the the biggest thing is you know enjoying that but getting back to business um 
the biggest game the biggest game is the next game and that's this game right here there's a lot on the line uh, and it's very important that we um that we come together um and 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 come come together and execute day in and day out um and, and moving forward uh, these next two days it's really important that we lock in uh focus and really really focus on the uh on the on the you know the opponent in front of us so uh you know, interesting about that cannon. I think you delivered it somewhere, didn't you? Yes, sir. We took it to President Davies' office today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> while, he, while he was in the conference meeting, but you know, they accepted it. Uh, we got a picture with him in the, in the trophy. Uh, shout out to President Davies. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you think we'll ever get the some bitch back? Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Gotta go get it. We gotta go get it from him. Uh, that's great. Well. Uh, as people can probably tell, this is a guy that, that I tell you've got to come by and see me in my office because his smile is infectious. Um, you know, the heck with how he feels, man. He makes me feel good. So, uh, KP, thanks so much, <laughs> man, you, and, and let's keep rolling. Yes, sir. All right. Yes, sir. All right, give it up for Khalil Pimpleton. Big game against the Broncos. Looking for him to do the same against Kent State. We'll be right back and talk with uh, the man that threw him that touchdown pass. Daniel Richardson will join us on the Coach Mac Show. This is the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. Richardson has the football. Steps back, launches towards the far side, has Pimpleton out there, and he makes the catch in the far corner of the end zone. Touchdown, Central Michigan. Second of the day for Khalil Pimpleton, and we're an extra point away from being tied. That was a big throw and a big catch. Richardson to Pimpleton, 15 touchdown passes from this man this year. He has been electric. Behind center for the Chippewas, and uh, Coach, he really stepped up again on Wednesday. You know, he did, and, and one of the things we talked about going into the game was uh, the measure of a quarterback is not statistics. What is it, D. Rich? Win it. Win it. That, that's it. That's absolutely, you know, a lot of guys, you can throw for a lot of yards and do a lot of things, but ultimately your quarterback's being judged on, on getting wins, and that was a great win. Yes, sir. It was. So, uh you know, D. Rich, obviously, you and I go all the way back to my Florida days yeah. and, and uh, when we first met. And um, you came early. You were one of my first recruits. And tell me how that winter was when, when you well, first got <laughs> here from Miami, Florida. I came up here on my birthday, actually. Yeah? Actually, I wanted to go back home. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was actually my first time ever seeing snow or being uh, – being a long way, 1,400 miles away from home. And, um, you know, Coach Matt, I got that call saying they needed a quarterback. And I just got on the flight, came up here, and I visited. And ever since then, I've been a Chippewa. You know what I'm saying? So that's yeah. what it is. That's awesome. You know, I probably one of the most exciting things for me that, that's happened, not only you, uh, you know, getting wins as a quarterback, but uh, – Tell us a little bit about your accomplishment here that just happened this last week uh, as far as academically. Okay, uh, this week, I mean, coming up here academic-wise, I had a little struggle or whatever, but this past week I had got a uh, student athlete of the month. That yeah. was a big accomplishment yeah. for me. So. Yeah. yeah. I was excited as heck, and, and uh, 
I don't know whether I was excited as your mom, mom was. Yeah. yeah right. My mom was very excited. She <laughs> said, did you tell Coach Mack? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, that was the first office I ran to. <laughs> yeah, he did too, man, with a great smile on his face, and, and it was fantastic. So, uh, you know, uh, with that, uh, th this is something that, you know, I, I, uh, your understanding of the game, like uh, just where you threw the ball to, to KP on that, understanding it was man he had leverage there was no depth in the defense um it's hard for me not to believe after watching you play madden yeah that that it didn't help you understand coverages madden really uh helps me helps me on the field actually yeah. man i'll i'll take anybody anybody right now anywhere <laughs> <laughs> but i mean just me and KP have a great connection. I mean, the, th the touchdown I threw to him, I mean, we gave each other that look. We always give each other that look like, come on, I'm, co I'm coming to you right now. And uh, when he gave that inside move and he looked inside and I threw the ball, he already knew where to be at. And, you know, he just made a great play. That's right. So, uh, how, okay, as a quarterback, and, and of course, I didn't grow up with video games, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> Believe it or not. Okay. Uh, not that I'm that old. Okay. So, but do you think that in some way, playing the position mm -hmm. and understanding routes and concepts and all the things that happen, do you think that helps you? It does. Actually, it helped me recognize the different coverages. I mean, the different blitzes. Like, if I know somebody coming from this side, I know I got to be hot this way. If I know somebody coming from this side, I got to be hot that way. And just, I mean, knowing man is on and knowing watching tendencies. So it go back to Matt and it go back to the film. You, you know a corner, if he's off, and inside, his butt is turned, you know, it might be zone. If he's off and head up, it might be man covered. So sure. that's pretty much what it is. And then the basic thing is reading the boundary safety. That's it. That's it. That's it. You know, that's the beautiful thing. If it, that, that, that Linebackers lie. Yep. Safeties tell you the True. truth. And all you do is need to see what that boundary safety, safety does. That's right? it. That's going to tell you every time. That's all but, I need. Uh, you know, you're, you're uh, kind of understanding and growing in this offense. Uh, how's that been? It's been it's been good. I mean, Coach Barbie has done a, done a great job. I mean, uh, we watch film every day, and um, I mean, just just growing. That's that's the biggest thing. Just growing and uh, just watching team, just watching film. That's that's pretty much the main thing. Sure. The uh, you know, as, as as we get ready uh, to play this opponent, um, what are some of the things that kind of stand out to you uh, that that and things we need to do and accomplish. Well, they have a great team. I mean, we, we, we just have to play as one, play as together, go out there and, um, you know, do what we have to do to, in order to win the game. I mean, take what they give us. I mean, the corners and the, the, the safeties play off. I'm going to take what they give us. Um, and we got to be able to run the ball effectively. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's the main goal. You know, it's really as a quarterback when you have an effective run game. Yep. That, that actually helps you. Yep, Sweet Lou. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, Sweet Lou. Well, no, that, that, that's a great thing. So, uh, you know, your, your, your time so far, you know, being here, you still got obviously a lot of time ahead of you. How has that adjustment been for you? And, uh, you know, how's that locker room? How do they help you? Man, that locker room has done an amazing job. Just rallying around the guys, just being a team, you know, even taking each other out, just being around each other. Just uh, just actually playing as one. I mean, you got to think about it. What happens in the locker room is going to transfer to the field. So, you know, just being around each other. That's, that's right. It. Well, this is one of the true leaders on this football team, and, and uh, I'm happy as heck the way it's going. And, well, yeah. uh, I, again, just reiterate to the people, playing quarterback, all right? Yep. Statistics are great, but what's it all about? Winning. That's exactly right.
Thanks, D. Rich. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. That's Daniel Richardson as uh, he'll be leading the Chippewas again Wednesday against Kent State. Coach, let's keep it right here. Daniel, appreciate your time coming appreciate up you, here. Man. Thank Thanks you Thanks, and uh, looking forward to seeing you Wednesday. Uh, Coach, Wednesday, you, you gave us the pitch early, but we need some fans out there, right? we got to get out there. I know it's going to be on national TV, but uh, important for your guys. And maybe, Daniel, you can answer this too, how important it is to have the students and the fans out there cheering you guys on. Yeah, man, it's, a, it's an unbelievable feeling when you see it. The whole section just filled up, man. We need you out there, man. Great feeling to see everybody out there. We need we need all the fans. We need every, everybody out there. You know, the, the, the one thing, too, and, and I think D. Rich will tell you, tell the people how much we appreciate our band. Man, our, we, we have the best band in the country, I, hands down. Yeah. They do an amazing job, man. I, the band is awesome. Yeah. You, no. can't, you can't beat the marching chips. No. no. That's right. <laughs> you know, the, the, th this, is a, this is a huge game. And uh, you know what? This town, this university, it, it deserves games, you know, of, of like this, uh, especially when we get into November. That's what we came here to do. Uh, we're excited to get a good football team that comes in here, a team that's probably going to win their side of the, the division, um, you know, there's a lot of important things going, but at the end of the day, we got to take care of ourselves, right, D. That's Rich? It. That's it. Yeah, we got we got to make sure we do what we need to do, and and hopefully we can get some people out there because our guys really, really, really appreciate the support. Yeah, there's no question about it. We got a few minutes left here on the show, so enough time to squeak. I know we talked some Madden, but I think last year we talked to D. Rich. I had heard. Nobody in the state of Michigan could beat this guy. Is I just been wondering, is the record still? Are we still undefeated on the sticks, or so what's going on? Still undefeated on the sticks. It, is there is there anybody on the team where you kind of like, oh, this guy isn't bad? He no. can't admit no. that. <laughs> Sorry. You know, there, there's there's nothing there's nothing that you can replace about confidence. Now that that's that's one of the good things that I love about him, man. There's there's no job too big, and and. Uh, you know, the way you handle yourself. Now, I'm going to tell you now, we need to transfer your weight, right? Yeah. yeah. And make sure that we get the ball driven in there a couple times, correct? Yeah. Yes. All right, so I'm coaching him right now. Always coaching him. Daniel Richardson, he's uh, had a great year. And, uh, I mean, you, you have so many weapons offensively. That's got to make your job a lot easier back there, right? So many weapons, man. Just the running game alone, it opens up the passing game. I have KP, Ja'Cory, Dallas, you name them, I have them. So, I love that. that <laughs> and you've great. actually started to find the tight end. Oh, Joel, yeah. <laughs> you know, here's the amazing thing. You've never been in an offense that had a tight end. No, I always have four, five, actually five five wide receivers. Yeah. Literally. That's five right. Five wide receivers, yeah. Yeah, so um, I think when we when you first got here, you were wondering what that guy was doing on the end of the line, yeah, right? Yeah, I was. Yeah. Well, that game coming up at 8 o'clock on Wednesday. Our pregame starts at 7. Coach, I got to lean to basketball a little bit because yeah. I know you're a basketball game. Hey, how about our team, the way they played in our yeah. exhibition? Yeah. You know, Coach Barbie, you know, I mean, him getting that first win at home, throwing up 116 points. And and then uh, tomorrow night. Uh, going to start off, the same place yeah, you started. At Missouri. Missouri. So, uh Excited as heck, uh, you know, that, that we'll get some people to be able to watch them play and, and then come out and watch us on Wednesday. But uh, really excited about our basketball team and in, in, uh, the future that, that it holds. Yeah, it was fun to see them uh, have a good game against Olivet. And uh, they'll be tipping the same time you guys uh, a night before 8 o'clock start. Tomorrow we'll be on the air 745, then 8 o'clock 
on Wednesday in Mount Pleasant, 7 o'clock on the air. And, hey, best of luck, guys. Go get them. Been fun to watch you the last Appreciate few weeks it. all season long. Uh, big test coming up on Wednesday. Excited about it. And uh, fire up, huh? Fire up indeed. Thanks to all of you for coming out tonight. Central Michigan taking on Kent State on Wednesday, Kelly Short Stadium. We'll see you out there. And as always, fire up chips. Fire up.